I, I, you be all right, dog. One thing I know we're not going to touch on today is that Leah Thomas thing. I, opting out. I don't know about you. I'm opting out. What you talking about, man? You don't want to, you don't want to switch sports if you ain't good at it. No, nah, that wasn't that. See, that's that's the problem. That's why I don't want to. That's why I want to opt out. That's because because I know because everybody got jokes, but nobody want to talk about it seriously. <laughs> and if people do want to talk about it seriously, they want to just want to skate around the the edges. So I'll leave that to the people with the range. Um, but let's go ahead and get started. Let me do let me take us back in time. You you've been taking us back in time. You're gonna get an appreciation. Fourth side. This is called Passing Me By. Welcome back to another episode of Basis Banner. I am one of your hosts, Todd, joined by my co-host, Paul. What episode is this? 38? Question 37 38 30, at, at a certain point, we're gonna stop counting, right? You're gonna yeah, get right to at it. Cer- at a certain point, that's right. I think we've reached that point. We're gonna get right to it. <laughs> you can follow Paul on Twitter at Fat Life of Fat Pablo. You can follow me at you can follow me at Todd Knows K N O E S. Uh, you can follow the show at Baseless Banner on Twitter at Baseless underscore Banner on Instagram. And you can email the show Baseless Banner Podcast at gmail.com. Listen to where you get all your podcasts, all your DSPs, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, you can listen to us. Uh, today we're going to talk a little March Madness. Even though I said I wasn't going to watch any, I lied to the people. So I'll report back with what I got there. Uh, we had some free agent and NFL offseason frenzy going on uh, this week. A couple of big trades. We'll talk about that. Uh, LeBron hit a milestone in the NBA along with uh, a couple of other people hitting some uh, not so spectacular milestones. We'll get to that. Uh, we got a lot of music news today. And uh, of course, as always, we'll wrap it up with what we've been watching. Uh, but first, let's talk about. March Madness. Um, yeah. Oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, you got no, it. No, no, no. I'm straight. Uh, okay. I don't know the theme song. Got you. Uh, <laughs> uh. So against against my better judgment, I was kind of stuck in the house this weekend, uh, watching a lot of March Madness. Uh, it's funny. My uncle and my little cousin came down. They had went to like a rivals camp somewhere in South Carolina. Um, so they came and kicked it. And, uh, of course, that meant, you know, hey, I wasn't going nowhere. So, you know, go ahead and sit down and watch these games. Um, on the men's side, I watched a couple of games. Like now, when now it's are you the, biased when you watch March Madness? Like, are you just watching? What, what, what bias would I have when my, when my college isn't in there? Nah, but you would be affiliated with, like, somewhere close to North Carolina. Maybe not Duke, but, like. None of the North. One year you like VCU. Uh, let's see. You know, well, yeah, VCU is kind of like a, like a. I mean, VCU is a, a George school. Mason. Yeah, you was George Mason. George Mason. It's funny that you mentioned that. Well, George Mason, the college was literally right down the street from my high school. So, you telling me that? Yeah. You so you, you know, uh, did I have? Do I have any um, any interesting storylines? I mean, coming out from what I watched, 
Uh, one of the more interesting games that I watched was the uh, who did Villanova play in that second round? Um, it was Villanova game that was really good. Uh, the Memphis Gonzaga game was really good. Um, Memphis, hey, look, a lot of them people were shitting on Penny Hardaway um, midway through the season, um, and their team showed out. Um, <clears throat> in their, Hall, by the way. I mean, no, no, it wasn't Seton Hall. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Get you. Uh, you said Villanova. Villanova. That's all right, baby. Sounded out. <laughs> oh no, this is women's basketball. Yeah, that's women's. Um, but yeah, so you know, I watched that game. It was pretty good. Uh, overall, um, I mean, obviously, outside of the major storyline, St. Peter's advancing um, after upsetting Kentucky and then uh, beating uh, was it Murray State? Um, pretty much, just the whole state of Kentucky, you know, hates New Jersey at this point. Um, but uh, that St. Peter's team led by Shaheen Holloway, uh, famed uh, Ohio State, by the way. Ohio State, that's what it was. Um, but uh, but that St. Peter's team led by Shaheen Holloway, famed point guard of Seton Hall. Um, it's got that team playing, man, and um, things ro- uh, come back around. It yeah, the last seed um, playing point guard when they won their when they won whatever um, seeding they won the NCAA tournament. Oh, okay. Um, that's a stat of the day, stat of the day. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was interesting. Um, but, um, yeah, it just kind of reinforced my, my stance on not doing brackets anymore. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, who the fuck, right? Like who saw that coming? It was ru- yeah, it was ruined Thursday night. I mean, right. it wasn't even nighttime yet. And the brackets were just fucked. So yep. I usually do about 10 or 15, not 15, but I usually do. About yeah, 10 I, I'd believe I it. None. I I didn't do none this year. I was I yeah. just, I'm just not that interested. I know yeah. UNC gonna win it all. That's all that matters. Hey, well, we'll see. Uh, I'm not gonna shit talk the Tar Heels quite yet. Uh, I'm gonna wait till they. You t- to on Twitter? No, you I, I, to on Twitter. I, I, I saw, I, you know I saw it slipping away. Look, I saw it slipping away. I was lurking though. I saw you. I said, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, you know, you know, you know that uh, you know, you know that video where Casey and JoJo was uh singing somewhere. And it was like that time is slipping away from me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, so yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting uh game to watch as well. Um, but yeah, the reason why I'm out the bracket game is I don't need that kind of stress. I just I like to enjoy the games, and you know, and I have my agendas, of course. Like I root for Coach K to lose at all costs. Yeah, um, when are the next round of games? By the way, who knows? Uh, it's tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, Sweet 16 is tomorrow, so uh, we'll get a preview of that. Uh, The most interesting game I watched over the weekend happened to be on the women's side between Jackson State and LSU. Um, Shout out to Mika Reed. Had that team fighting. Um, That that was a great game. Um, And one of the standouts that I took away from that game, obviously, is that the talent disparity isn't quite as large as it once was on the women's side like you had some 20 point wins throughout the tournament but that game in particular showed that you know hey a team from you know jackson mississippi can can compete with the big you know the big programs uh and and give them that that kind of scare um you know and and jackson state unfortunately had to play against the refs at certain points in that game um and uh and they and they you know they they showed a gutsy performance um, I did want to highlight a player on Jackson State's team, Deja Woodard. Um, she's like a six one, or no, she's like six two, six three, um, forward. And when I tell you she was going for tip dunks 
Like, like dog, like every shot that went up in her mind, her rebound was going to be a tip dunk, dog. It was really impressive to see. She has like a skinny, wiry frame, um, but she's a leaper. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I saw some, um, I had to make me go look up some videos of her, you know, just doing dunks. And I was like, oh yeah, this game is, this game is really, uh, really taking off. Um, you know, you get that kind of element, you know, that kind of mentality to play above the rim. And what's people's excuse now going to be to to not watch women's basketball, right? Like, yep. like it, <laughs> you got you got people out there showing like crazy athleticism. So um, I just wanted to shout out Jackson State. Um, that's kind of my adopted HBCU since my uh, my aunt and uncle went there, um, and actually probably the first college campus I ever visited. Uh, so um, oh, shout really? out to yeah, shout out to Jackson State. Um, UNC women's still in there. Okay, I mean, yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of UNC women's, but you know, just yeah. UNC still in there. Yeah, okay. Um, the NC State women uh, advanced as well. Um, they they had a pretty big game, pretty big victory yeah. over um who they play. I forgot what they played, but uh, like a twenty point victory um Great. in their last round. So Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State. That's who it was. Um, and then they, <clears throat> of course, their next matchup is against Notre Dame, who was a really tough game a couple weeks ago, uh, or actually towards the end of the season. Um, they only won by like two points or whatever. Um, or, you know, Notre Dame only won by like two points. So, um, you know, that's going to be an interesting matchup on Saturday. I'll be up at 1130 checking that out. Um, and I think you wanted to talk uh, NCAA champion or which was that? Well, I was just talking about. I mean, like I said, well, um, you you say you watched some of it, so I was gonna ask you who did you, who are you predicting to win it all this year? Uh, now that you saw some games. Um, let's see. Off the top of my head, the teams that are still in it. Um, I really like how Villanova plays. Like I know a lot of people were kind of annoyed with their with their style of play, but uh, I really like Villanova. Um. I mean, I'm sorry, and people will understand this, but I'm not. I'm not going to be rooting for UNC. I just want to get that on the record. I mean, no, I'm not going. Cool. I'm not going to be rooting against them, but I'm not cool. rooting for They're them. Going to win it anyway. Cool. I got you. All right. Um. Actually, you know what? Hey, you know what? I, if I was going to root for an ACC team, I, I'd root for like the underdog, like somebody like Miami. Um. I really like. Yeah. I really like uh, Jim Laranega. Um, he's a George Mason. Uh, he's a George, former George Mason coach. Um, always showed a lot of love locally. Oh, so, Coach L, we're rooting for you, big dog. Quietly, he's been down in Miami for a long time. Uh, I don't know of a Miami head basketball coach besides like maybe what Frank Heath that had a longer tenure at Miami. Um and he's you know turned out a pretty good program there. So and his brother the football coach, who Jim? No 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 yeah Yeah Jim Larinaga. Um oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah or as as the Levitard show calls him Larinaga. Yeah. <laughs> um nah but uh yeah I don't, I don't know much about his brother but um but yeah uh as far as the champion goes though uh boy um. Oh, yeah. It's really hard. It's really hard to argue against Gonzaga, to be honest. 
Uh, I mean, I know they had a, a close game, a scare, if you will. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, I like they I like them. Lost that game too. They should have lost that. Game. Shout out to my man Timmy, um, and uh, Chet Holmgren. I'm rooting for the white people. <laughs> hey, you guys record that. This is the very first time. Yeah, did you, did you clip that? Team. All right, cool. Besides, besides Derek Carr, but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually a good segue to talk about the NFL. Uh, I mean, pretty quiet week, don't you think? Oh hell yeah! Did, did nothing happen this week in, in the NFL? Nothing. Like seriously, it's almost as if like we didn't even have a, a First off season. Ever. Yeah, it's it's been pretty bad. Um, what did you want to start with? Did you want to start with uh I don't know. Escobar season has returned. It's been a long time. It's been a long time coming. Devontae Adams. It's like the death of me, man. Welcome. Welcome to the Death Star. No turning back now. This is what makes me. This is what I am. Feel me? Derek Carr. You can hate me now. QB. Devontae Adams. Real niggas. Hunter Renfro. Brave Hawks. You can hate me now. Baron Waller. Come on. But I won't stop now. Chandler Jones. I can't stop now. Max Cross. Don't hate me, hate my team. <laughs> hey, dog, I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you, dog, for real. I was trying to contain my excitement. I was really trying to contain it. You know what I'm saying? Because, look, we got them, we got them for uh, a pretty good bargain in terms of the trade capital we gave away. Um, but. In terms of the deal he signed, everything, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the money because that's a proven guy. You know what I'm saying? And look, I'm not saying we're going to win the AFC West. I will say that it's going to be very competitive. It's going to really come down to, uh, you know, it's really going to come down to, to still we got a draft. Um, offensive line is still a problem. I wouldn't say a problem, but it's a concern. Um, nah, get your shit off. Don't be linebackers hungry. are still a concern Don't be to a degree. <laughs> I know they're, they're talking about, like, they listed out all defensive personnel. Looks like we're going to be running in 3-4. We're going to have Chandler Jones and Ma- have Chandler Jones and Max Crosby as outside linebackers. Um, so that's going to be uh, very interesting. Um, I... I I think we're gonna be running a lot of man with Nate Hobbs and 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 Rocky Yassin. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. And that's a difficult division as we've talked about on here before. Uh it's gonna be a difficult division next year. So I don't know, man. Like I'm excited no. about the move. I'm excited, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the move. Um, I think that connection gonna be special. Uh I think, listen, like if you draft any of the Raiders skill positions minus Darren Waller, like you're in, you're in there. Fantasy football next year. Uh, I, I, I'm still almost look. I saw that video of uh, uh Russell Wilson throwing the to Cortland Sutton. 
And I, oh, and, oh, I yeah, I'm trying. That. I'm trying to stop myself from making a decision like I did. Oh, <laughs> keeping yeah, Cortland always... on my roster till week 14. Hey, hey, dog. Hey, hey, that man a monster. I'm the biggest fan. If he wasn't on the Broncos, he'd be my favorite player. You did that two years in a row, didn't you? Uh, yeah, no, I had him. Too. I drafted him twice. I drafted him two yeah. times in a row. And you yep. like hey, it paid off that first year though. Everybody was sleeping. <laughs> All right, let me, let me talk. So you was. I, I remember when Devontae Adams got traded, and I texted you, and you tried to be cool as hell. You tried to be so calm, like nothing was going on. I, was I, like, I am cool. Man out here wilding, like come on, now. <laughs> come on now. But the, but nah, for real, I think it was a uh, it was a great trade. It just shows how much people don't want to be or Aaron Rodgers. I think, I think honestly, Devontae Adams gets to play with his best friend, but he also got tired of the bullshit with Aaron Rodgers. I think yeah. he got tired of that drama. Like, yeah. He was like, all right, I'm leaving. It's cold over here. Yeah. Nicer weather in Las Vegas. Yeah. I get to be with my quarterback from college, so we all know each other. I mean, I think, I think the interesting great. thing, just in terms of the makeup, too, though, is that, like, Devontae was playing – but he didn't really have a reliable number two option. Uh, I mean, I mean, Aaron Jones was a great running back when he's available, but you know, but you know, over the last couple of years, we've been kind of spotty in terms of the starts, and then you know, they never really found that number two guy, the receiver, who was gonna you know t- kind of take some pressure off of him. And I really love Devonte Adams presser um, that they had on. I believe it was Saturday or no, it was Monday. Um, where you know he was just saying hey look like like i think having hunter renfro is going to be big you know not only in productivity but what i can learn from him too like hunter renfro i think a lot of people sleep on like his ability to make people miss is ridiculous like it's almost i'm not i'm not saying that speed i'm saying like that 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 agility is almost on par with a a gentleman who was traded today tyreek hill in terms of once I catch the ball, I'm pretty much 95% making that first person miss. And then, you know, it is what it is after that. Um, so, you know, I think that's going to be a really interesting um, bunch to 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 follow. Um, and again, I'm interested in what the draft strategy is now um, that you don't have a first round pick. I don't believe they have a second round pick. Um, so, so yeah, they're going to have, they're going to have to, they're going to have to fill out some depth on that offensive line for me to, to really jump out the window. So, so here's the thing though, now, now Devontae, it's going to sound crazy, but now he has to prove it. He has to like, was it all, what does he have to prove? I I mean, he can't come over there and just stink up the place. Oh, you okay. can't come over there and getting paid all that money. I mean, I think he's shown all. I think he's shown his no, work. No, 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 no. That's everybody who plays with the Packers. If you're their number one, that, that's what I'm saying. That's all right. Everyone. I mean, that's Greg Jennings, just Jordan just remember Wilson. if just remember what I just said. Like that makeup of that Green Bay team. Like there no, wasn't I, like he's getting that. he's getting bracket coverage. Like he's no, like I he's that, he's but, challenging the number one corner on the other team, Jalen Ramsey in particular. I understand that, but Aaron Rodgers was force feeding it to him. I got that. But what I'm saying is now he's at the point where the the what's it called is is up high now. The expectations are even higher now for the Raiders. Not Derek for Carr me. Derek has no excuses. Well, not for you, but Derek Carr has no excuses now. Besides, you know, he can't help nothing on defense. But on offense, all right, man, you, you got Devontae. You got Darren Waller. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Josh Jacobs, hopefully he can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
Come on now. And y'all got who's it? Josh McDaniels now? You got a Well, I really a we also signed um what's my man from uh uh from Kansas City, Demarcus Robinson too. Little yeah, Demarcus you know. Robinson. Um that actually that, that receiver room is pretty deep. Uh and uh don't forget they signed a big target of what's his name? Uh shit from the from the uh from the, the Dolphins. Um it sounded guy he's like six four, two twenty. Um, you know reds yeah, red red zone type of type of target. Um something that, you know, Darren Waller injured, you know, hey, we can put my man in and, and, oh, and get the same about kind of the look. Back up to Mike Gasecki or No, nah, he was a receiver. Oh, okay. Um but uh <clears throat> at any rate, like yeah, it's it's gonna be I, I think this is a good situation for Devontae Adams in particular. Uh, because of the the support he has around him, and it, I agree with you to your to your point. I think it's it's more of a ref. This will be more of a referendum on Derek Carr than it will be anyone else because he's ultimately going to sign an extension now that he has his guy, and you know people are going to be looking to him because again, that's like Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler. They're putting. They're staking their their employment on extending Derek Carr, right? Like that's at least from the outside looking in, that's what it seems like. So, um, you know, because they had their opportunity, they had their opportunity to trade Derek Carr. I'm sure the market was out there because he's a good quarterback, but um, but he's really gonna have to prove it, right? Like a lot of the a lot of the stuff last year when it came to some of the late game. Um, you know, in the losses, at least they're magnified, but some of the late game stuff, um, with overthrowing targets, you know, things of that nature. Um, he's got to get better at that. He's, he's got to get better at that. But, uh, as far as a competent quarterback, like I'd rather have Derek Carr than a lot of quarterbacks in this league. So, you know, I'm cool with it. Yeah. You have, uh, Matt Collins is his name. Uh, he looked, he's, yeah, he's big as shit. I thought he was a tight end. Matt Collins. Mac Hollins. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Got you. Yep. So, um, I mean, we can segue to this. What you don't like doing comparisons. You like to be PC. It's not I'm like the PC. Is that like, like when you compare no, stuff okay. when you compare stuff, let's take this offline for a second. When you compare stuff, you get what I said about that bullshit ass movie, how uh how that new series looks like fucking whatever the fuck. And I was like, what you know what, bro. Probably not the remember that series that you sent me. Uh okay, I yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, this movie is like Rampart or some shit like that. And I was like, no, that's a terrible no, comparison. No, no, that's why I don't me, do them. That's no, why I don't do them. You give me coach speak when I be like, all right, answer this. You'd be like, oh no, nah, I'm not doing that. So I'll go ahead, say, young. Go ahead. Where where do you see the Raiders in this division after all these trade signings? Where are the Raiders at? Well, let's pause this table that for a second. Okay, yeah, okay. Go just ahead. to talk about some of the other moves in the division. Uh, as I alluded to earlier, the Chiefs traded away Tariq Hill um, to the Dolphins for some picks compensation. Um, and yeah, that team, I believe that team slides down the rankings a little bit. I mean, they're they're. I mean, listen, they still got on defensive end at least Chris Jones, who's a monster. And um, I don't see it. I don't see it. That's fine. Uh, I mean, I think the whole league sees it. But if you don't see it, it's cool. Um, oh, I'm, t- I'm not talking about Chris Jones. I'm talking about in general. I'm saying. Oh, I, see, I, I got see you. The Chiefs going down. I'm saying I see the Chiefs going down in the division. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think they're certainly not a better team without Tyreek Hill. Um, and 
you know, jury's still out on Clyde Edwards Hilaire, um, in terms Juju's of his availability. Now, for now. Ju- yeah, Juju's number one for now. No, he mad. I know he mad. Um, I know he mad. But Andy um, Reid seems to Eric, Eric Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy seem to figure it out in terms of their offensive scheme. I think you know they're gonna have to they're gonna have to make some moves and 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 strike gold in this draft to be competitive this season. I think, um, but I don't see it for them. So. Um, in terms of the division, I think it's going to be a race between. Honestly, I think it's going to be a race between us and the Broncos. I like the Chargers, but again, like I'm, I'm kind of down on a lot of their their superstars because they have a lot of great guys, but a lot of those great guys don't play a lot of games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like on paper, you got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. Um, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, you got JC Jackson, you got Derwin James, you got Joey Bosa, you got Khalil Mack, for God's sakes, right? Like yep. this this team should be pretty fucking good. Um, but again, it's it's all about availability and and they gotta show me before, you know, I th- I think it's gonna be a three team kind of deal it's going to be us the broncos and the chargers really kind of okay but i I still but it's it's tough again it's tough to say i mean draft still hasn't started yet so we don't know you know what how teams are going to upgrade what moves they're going to make uh on draft night things of that nature so um it might be a little premature yeah i i got the chiefs as the fourth best team in that division right now i mean all because now it's literally gonna go down, come down to Pat Mahomes. Like he's literally got to do everything, mm-hmm. um, unless they pick up. Like they're asking, you know, I, I saw them talking about maybe getting AJ Green. He's he's old. OBJ yep. coming back from the torn ACL. Um, he flirted with Cleveland again. You see that? Oh yeah, I saw him. I saw him. I saw him. Oh, yeah. I don't mind coming back. That's a slap in Baker's face for all of them. Show sure is. <laughs> but um, well, did yeah. the Deshaun Watson news break last week or this week? Can't remember. No, it, it broke. Uh, it broke Saturday, uh, Thursday or something. Oh, okay. So we didn't talk about that. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it was a crazy week in Atlanta, boy. I was, I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. Everyone, look, I'm getting text messages. Yeah, we about to get Deshaun Watson. What you gonna mm-hmm. say now? What you gonna say? I was like, yeah, uh, I'll tell you what you gonna say, <laughs> nigga. Uh, no. <laughs> I said, I said, bro, I don't care. Y'all are the Atlanta Falcons. Deshaun Watson is not coming to Atlanta. Oh, he's from Atlanta, though. So mm-hmm. oh, he's at Gainesville. He's from Gainesville. So, who cares? Who cares? Just like that meme they had. They said <laughs> the Falcons about to blow a 28-3 lead with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> Get you a quarterback. I love it, <laughs> bro. This has to be. This has to go down as like one of the biggest jugs in the NFL. Like mm. they said, they quote unquote said, "Oh, we have a contract. We're, we're going over negotiations with Deshaun. It's about to be official." Everyone's saying that. I was like, I don't believe it till I see it. Then Cleveland comes back with two hundred and. 30 reasons why mm-hmm. you should come play for Cleveland. 30 million reasons. Yes. 
Yes. 230 million reasons. 230 million reasons. Jesus. Uh, that's a lot of money. Um, yeah, it's certainly a lot of money. Um, I, I posed this question to you via text message. I said, hey, well, it wasn't really more of a, uh, uh, as much of a question as it was a statement. I said, hey, Brown's a good team. Oh, yeah. If you look at if you look at the pieces around the Browns, are a good team. You got a two prong running back uh, 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 committee. You have um, oh, obviously. Right. Oh, they got Amari Cooper. Yeah, Amari Cooper, and they're gonna need the upgrade receiver. I think you know that kid from Ohio State look real uh, look right. Uh, actually, no. Hold on. They got they got Donovan no. They they still have first round picks though. Yeah, I mean they because they mean, didn't give they didn't get first round pick for Amari or Deshaun. I don't think. Uh, no, they. No, they did. Well, yes, they did. No, it's no, not this year's. Nope. So, um, you know, maybe maybe that's a target. You know, I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, but but they're, they they're said, not gonna. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say OBJ and Jarvis have both said they don't mind returning, which is crazy. <laughs> which I mean, if that happens, great. But you know, again, like we mentioned before, OBJ coming off a second. You know ACL, it's 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 a lot to to ask for. But you know at that at that point you're playing with house money if he if he comes back and and is productive for you, right? Um, and again, like it's gonna be up to him to say, hey, do I want to take less because I know I can win, or do I want to join the band of 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 idiots down in Jacksonville where they're throwing money at everybody, right? Like it's gonna be a question he's gonna have to ask himself. I think he's going to take the opportunity to play with a um, with a better team and not necessarily for for a bigger bag, but you know that. Well, like I said, the, the Chiefs need another uh, wide receiver too. That's true. That's true. Where did Robert Woods sign? Did he go to Minnesota? No, no. Robert Woods got traded to the Titans. The Titans. Got you. Got you. Yeah, he got traded to the Titans. So. Yep. Um, um, Rams still no, no yeah Rams still need another receiver but it'll be okay yeah they lost piece on defense though we um, had a lot of trades because Deshaun Watson got traded let me ask you so Deshaun got traded and everyone was like okay with it because it's crazy how some people get suspended for like four or five games this man got two hundred and thirty million guaranteed money and he still got to go his suspension ain't even kick in yet which is going to happen right and the civil suits ain't even started yet well my understanding is that this year's contract was structured in a way that um that accounted for whether or not he's going to get suspended in so genius in genius yeah <laughs> like the way they did that yeah because crazy. i mean you know you're gonna miss five games okay that per game hit ain't gonna be as bad on a million dollar year salary right but like you know, you're really gonna hit these folks over the head with your salaries in the in the coming years. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I you know, for the Browns to structure that contract like it was, I think, you know, to your point, there was a bit of genius there. Um, you know, whatever people's feelings are on um, Deshaun Watson as a individual with his off the field nastiness, then. You know, that's a decision, you know, everybody has to make in terms of, I mean, it's those decisions that we make every day as sports fans, right? Like, you know, we root for terrible people on our teams all the time, right? But, you know, it it comes to a point where 
you know, hey, look, it, you know, you can have your feelings, like two things can be true at the same time. You can have your feelings about, you know, hey, this dude is is a nasty individual uh, alleged to have done some pretty nasty shit. Um, you know, he wasn't uh, charged by a grand jury. Um, doesn't necessarily mean he's not guilty or guilty. He just didn't meet the um, the standard of of charging him with whatever it was that they were that they were impaneled to do. So, um, you know, people are going to have their feelings on it regardless. Um, as far from a football from a football standpoint, though, um, and we've seen, and and just to put a button on the other thing, we've seen a lot worse people get second chances. Oh yeah. And yeah, you know definitely. we've seen how this goes, so Besides we can all rice, but yeah. we can all yeah, but we can all feign outrage right now, and then you know come we're September we're forget about it by week right, six, seven, right. Seven. Come come uh, September is not going to be as much of a story. Um, I'm mad because everyone's talking shit to me. Uh, Steelers the worst team in the division. I'm like, all right, man, you say so. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't think you guys are the worst team in the division. Um, I mean, obviously, I think Cincinnati is still the top of that division right now. Like, somebody got to prove me wrong. I mean, they made some pretty good uh, signings, upgrades to that offensive line. Yep, yep. Um, that's, what they, that's what they're hurting, and, too. Yep, and so, yeah, uh, you know, the, the rest of the teams, the way they fall, like, I don't think that division is going to get two playoff teams this year, not with the AFC West looking like it's looking. No, no, not at all. Not <laughs> um, Ravens, but, sorry. Ravens, the worst team in this division. But it it might it might prove for for some interesting banner um, <laughs> uh, down the stretch because you know you the Steelers might be jockeying for a position uh, for a wild card with the with the Raiders or the Ravens or whoever. Um, I think the AFC is just going to be that close. Um, and everyone went to the AFC, which is yeah. Crazy. Speaking everyone. of which, Matt Ryan ended up with the Colts. Um, and it's funny because we were sitting on the couch on Saturday and I was doing an accounting, right? I was like, well, who still needs a quarterback? And I was like, huh, who's the Colts quarterback? Nobody. Whole room looking at me like, not, nah, mm, but not, nah, yeah, you don't know because they don't got a quarterback. Yeah, they don't have no quarterback. So that landing spot for Matt Ryan looked very, very sweet. Um, again, the, the Colts, they... They're a team that that doesn't. I mean, you got Jonathan Taylor. I think that's all you need as a as a as a capable yep. quarterback, right? Yep. Like you have that threat of the and run being able, and and Matt Ryan to a degree is still uh, a capable quarterback. You know, rolling out, getting outside the pocket, things of that nature. He's not athletic, obviously, in that way, but you know, he's still uh, capable and accurate that way. So I, I think that. You know what's ironic though? Yeah. Matt Ryan's stats were worse than Carson Wentz's last year, <laughs> which is yeah, that's ironic. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think a lot. Of, I, I think a lot. I think a lot of it has to do with with again the people you have around you. Um, you know, uh, yeah, you had a first round pick, Kyle Pitts, who played well last season. Um, you know, maybe a little bit up and down, but uh, past that, I mean. Cordero Patterson was pretty much that offense last year. He didn't really have much. So, you know, I'm interested to see what he does with a different cast of characters. They're idiots because Atlanta, if they were going to do this, they should have just drafted a quarterback last year. But 
digress. And what's to stop them from? Well, and and they actually to move on to Atlanta's uh, quarterback situation. They actually signed Mariota, which I, I I see a lot of people down on. But I mean Mariota. I mean maybe I have a soft spot for Mariota because he just came from the Raiders. But I feel like I like Mariota um, in in Tennessee. The only problem with that was that I I felt like they were trying to bubble wrap him a little bit trying to protect their investment while they built up around them. It just took too long. It took way too long. They, I mean, they, I think he had like three coaches, two coaches, three coaches. Yeah, he was going through it. You know what I'm saying? Off the different offensive coordinators. Like, <clears throat> like I still think Mariota is, is young enough to be a starting quarterback in this league at some point for somebody. Um, and I think that fit with, with Atlanta is going to be, going to be pretty sweet. Uh, I, I, I'll be interested to see. In late September, early October, I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll through some of these tweets, and I'm gonna see how many people have changed their tune. Cause I see a lot of people down on this move right now, like it's like it ain't shit. Like, but I think if you're the Falcons, that's the best you can do. Like that that's a good get, relative to and and look, they could still draft somebody this year. I don't think that's I don't think that's something that might be important because the 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 draft class. This year or this year is not necessarily quarterback rich. Um, you know, uh, Malik uh, Willis from Liberty threw a you know had a nice little pro day, threw a couple bombs. 80, 80, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, I'm not certain that you know that that's their guy. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting um, to see you know what what that what that team does going forward. Now they moved on from from Matt Ryan. Well, I don't think Marcus is a bad quarterback. I just think they're going to do – well, first of all, he doesn't have anybody around him, and he doesn't have anybody on the offensive line, running back. Hey, you better draft Kyle Pitts before I do. That's all I'm going to say. He's going well, to he get he a lot has, of targets. He has Kyle Pitts, but the problem I have with Marcus is that he just can't stay healthy. I remember that one game I was watching y'all's Raiders last, last year. He came in for one play. One play, and he like broke his rib or something. It was something crazy. And I was like, "Dude, you." Marcus was pretty healthy last year. No, he came in and ran for like three yards. He got hurt for like three games. Uh, you probably don't remember, but he got. That's how. I mean, he wasn't starting for you. Of course, you didn't right. notice it, but, but he definitely got hurt. And I was like, "All right, Marcus, like you." That's you football, play. though. That's football, though. Like you, you break a rib, you can't, you can't help that. It, it wasn't a broken rib. It was something like that. But I'm just no, I'm just, I'm just saying though. Like you get I your. You get your you get your dings, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if he was this, I'm sure if he was a starter, he probably probably would have still played. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the thing. Like, it, it, I I don't I can't hold injuries against players. It's definitely something to consider when you know when building a team or when trying to give predictions and things of that nature. But in the same vein, you can't really predict injuries either, right? Like, so you know, I just I just like to talk about what what I think he's capable of, um, and I, I, I think your fantasy team. Then. I'm not going to draft him because, like, I look, listen, maybe week 14, 15 when I'm scrambling or a bye week I'm scrambling, and, you know, he starting to put them rushing yards, rushing TDs, pass TDs, little combination of the both. You know, I might, you know, I might put him on the, uh, put him on the bench. No, 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 see if his trade me, value will grow. Let me say this, too, before, before the season starts. You're going to stop bullshitting with this fantasy football. Hey man, I'm a, I'm you chilling. actually gonna make a trade. No, chilling, I man. send you legit trades, and you just be like, first of all, you be acting like you. Want I don't to trust you. It, what you mean, trust me? I don't send. I don't that. trust you, nigga. 
First of all, you the one that be started. Hey, you ready to barter? Hey, <laughs> no, nah, you know, you know like, do some, do some commerce. You know what I'm saying? Just a little commerce. Bruh, you missed out on so but many be taking, because of what you want. I was like, Ty, I, I was fine. I wasn't strapped. You know what no, I'm saying? Like, listen, dying slowly and no, you still was start dying slowly, but still went further than you in the playoffs, though. That's not true. It is true. That's not true. It is true. It is true. It is true. You lost in the first round. It's true. <laughs> that was a year before last. No, that was this year. I didn't lose in the first round. Yeah, I couldn't lose in the first round because I had a bye. That's not true either, is it? <laughs> it's, the not true. True. No. it's the truth. You know, it's the truth. It's the truth. Moving on. Moving on. Um, so yeah, uh, you want to talk about? Uh, oh, I thought it was pretty funny. Urban Meyer didn't know uh, who Aaron Donald was. That was pretty good. He didn't know who a lot of people were, and he that was, was pretty saying good. some sick shit on that field. Man. Eh, he's white. <laughs> Got anything else on this? When you sound the black people from uh, the South, you know, you got to be a little slower. Oh, yeah, because these niggas niggas can't take standardized tests, something (laughs) like that. Nah, I'm I'm sure you didn't say that. I'm just making that up, too. Uh, (laughs) It's just just funny, man. And this piece of shit going to get another job. You are going to get another job. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be in the NFL, I, but he's gonna get another coaching job. Well, yeah, probably. Um, you know, a high profile enough job, like a. I don't know who's hiring, but um, it seems like all the big the big schools that were in need of a a, a high profile coach hired their people, right? Like USC got somebody, LSU got somebody. Oh, he gonna sneak his way in there. Just Where you gonna like go, how, Florida uh, State or some shit? Guess how what's the name tried to sneak into. Um, HBCU, what's your boy's name? Art Browse. Yeah, Art Browse. He tried yeah. to sneak in. That's how. That's yeah, if how Art Browse can't look, if Art Browse can't get into an HBCU, Urban Meyer definitely. I mean, listen. <laughs> I mean, I'm not no, no, sure he's he, not gonna sneak into an HBCU, but he gonna sneak into the he gonna sneak into college football. Hey man, he he's yeah. We'll see. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, good luck. Thoughts and prayers to Urban Meyer. Um, lastly on football, you want to talk about black coaches not getting credit after being fired? All right, so this is what I was thinking about. Maybe this is a good way to segue into the NBA too. So this is what I was thinking about. Why is it black coaches always set up a team, they go through the struggle, then they get fired, then come a white coach, come along, take they're gonna take all the talent that the black coach got, and he's gonna get all the credit for it. Mm-hmm. Say for instance. Uh, I was gonna say Miami, even though the dude's mixed, whatever he is. But Brian Flores, he created that defense. He created all of that. Now all of a sudden they want to go. They telling Brian to 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 tank. Mm. And now oh we gonna go we gonna get Tyreek. That was the most interesting observation I saw with that with that Tyreek Hill trade. I said um, okay. I was like oh now they're trying to win games. Cool. Yeah, now y'all trying to win. Now y'all trying to win. Mm-hmm. I got so it. I think that's crazy. I mean, is him. Mark Jackson, who's the other part? Oh, and and you, the number one is Tony Dungy when he yeah. was with the Bucks, and Rich Gannon went over there, took his team, and won the Super. Bowl. You mean you mean John Gruden? I'm, Don't I'm slander sorry, Rich Gannon. Sorry. I punch niggas sorry, in the face for right. slandering Rich Gannon. You better Rich Gannon was on that chill team. out. Sorry, Rich Gannon was on that team. Right, right. But right. yes, uh, John Gruden. Like mm-hmm. it's just like I, of course, sooner or later, Mike Tomlin is going to get fired or leave or some, and then. More than likely, we're going to get a white coach. I hope not, but 
I can see what's gonna happen. Nah, it's the Steelers, like, Steelers, the Black Panthers of the NFL, dog. They gonna they gonna find they gonna find them a black coach. Uh, and by the way, sorry, while, while we're talking about that, uh, any word on Lewis Reddick? I saw you, I saw you tweeting him, man. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, any you word? Saw that? Yeah, any, any any word on Lewis Reddick if he's you know still in the running for that GM job? Man, hell no, nah. they interviewing uh, other GMs too. I was like, oh, he tweeted something like, "That's where I draw the line." Oh, I don't no, know what no, he. No. No, that was uh, I think um, I read in the comments he was talking about the uh, the contracts, how much Uh-oh. how much players are getting. It I got was, you. It was when Tyreek Hill got traded. Okay, so still interviewing. Like, Why I got you. Paying so much. Huh? Still interviewing. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interviewing publicly too, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, I was like, come on, dog. I, you see, I said I appreciate you, man. Come on. Yeah. Um. This, yeah, but to speak to that, I mean, yeah, th- there's there's always going to be that like especially in the immediate aftermath right like and i think that's generally been the problem with black coaches that they don't get the chance to to fail completely like the first the first sight of failure you're out of there you know what i'm saying like you don't get you don't get opportunities like matt rule who traded away mad picks for sam darnold just to end up trying to entertain Deshaun watson trade uh, all the while ending up with Sam Darnold exactly. <laughs> at the end of, at the beginning of the season or at the end of the day, so uh, likely in the market for a quarterback. But anyway, like you you don't op, you don't op, uh, often see a lot of these black coaches getting that opportunity. I think that's what a lot of uh, Brian Flores's suit is, is really about. Um, and you know that's one of those problems that I hope that that addresses. Um, you know, when the NFL ultimately says these are the steps we're taking to, you know, uh, you know, improve the, the the diversity amongst the coaching in the front office and all that kind of stuff. Like, I think that would be a good faith effort uh, when talking about like, I mean, it's hard to like legislate this. Right. Like you can't control an owner's tolerance of you know, whether it's lose, like you can't control, you can't control owner's patience. That's what I'll say. Right. Okay. Um, you can't litigate that. Right. So, you know, they have discretionary hiring and firing. Um, but it's those little things, right. That the, like, I, I, I hear people say a lot, like, like that, that black mediocrity, we don't even get to see. It's always black excellence. It has to be black excellence. Yeah. Everything has to be black excellence. You can't have black mediocrity, which, you know, nobody will flat out say that that in that way because, you know, again, like who wants mediocrity? But, you know, I point to somebody like, um, I see it's hard to provide examples. Like the closest thing is Marvin Lewis, right? Like, the Paul the Brown families showed a lot of patience with him over the years in terms of you know um, you know wins losses or whatever. But even then, by and large, like he had Cincinnati in a space where they were a legit team, right? Like they were in the AFC playoffs consistently for ten years. Like you had a host of really really good players to come through there, Hall of Famers even um, you know arguably at least. Um, no, Carson Palmer. I'm not talking about you, you bitch ass nigga. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, no, Doc. Had, yeah, OJ. Uh, but 
Yeah, they had, Cinco. yeah, they had Chad Johnson, they had TJ Hoosman Zada, they had uh, Owens, I mean, Anthony Munoz. Oh no, I'm oh, sorry, I'm sorry, that's old. Pac-Man Jones was not uh, Andrew Whitworth. Like, hey, is uh, what's his name still in the league, man? My man, oh. um, the D tackle. Uh, what's it? Uh, Gino Atkins. Gino Atkins. Yeah, he's still in the league, man. I think so. Oh man, he's been he quiet. Is. I think he still is in the league. That dude was Aaron Donald before Aaron Donald got here. You know? Exactly. Oof, man, what a pass rusher. Um, uh, but anyway, back back to the the topic though. Uh, I, I just don't think that there's a lot of tolerance or patience in the NFL amongst these owners to withstand a run like a Marvin Lewis a Marvin Lewis type run, right? Like I think you know uh, Tomlin has Super Bowls, right? Like that's black excellence. You know what I'm saying? Like Tomlin can't be the example for any of this. I mean, that should be you know kind of the that should be the goalpost. Like in terms of like a like every black coach should aspire to to have his success in 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 their coaching career as a head coach, um, whether it be with one organization or amongst several organizations, right? Um, but they should get that opportunity to 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 fully blossom in that role. You know what I mean? Well, I was gonna say I I, I just thought about it. I wonder what would have happened if Mike never got us to the Super Bowl his second year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wonder what would have happened because he, he we've been to the Super Bowl. I feel like that was the situation in reverse. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to say nothing. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but he, but it's he one of again. it's one of one million though. So yeah, we yeah. still went again three years later though. So yeah, completely different team. Hey, I just right had a thought. I just that? had a thought. What if you? What if the NFL mm-hmm. mandated? Like first, like with first-time coaches, that they have, uh, like like rookies, right? Like a first of uh a, a first four year, first like, uh, like four years locked in. That's what you get. And at the end of four years, you're eligible to be fired. You're eligible to resign for whatever. But that four years, you got like when it comes to like black coaches, right? Like, like I know you can't mandate that, but that, that idea in spirit, right. Where like, Hey, there's a, there's a social contract between the, you know, and that's the other thing too. Coaches don't have like a coaches association. Like the players have a players association, not to my knowledge. And if they do, it's not as powerful and not, not as, you know what I'm saying? So maybe that's a solution in and of itself where you can collectively bargain amongst coaches only problem I would I would see with that is that the the white coaches that are in power, it's gonna take a lot of them to join that cause. They can't just sit it out. And I think that quite honestly, a lot of them don't want to break up that old boys network. No, exactly. So exactly. but but you have also have to think if you're gonna say four years guaranteed, but then they're gonna talk about like the money wise, like I'm pretty sure the contracts are gonna go down now. Like you know how, say for instance, you get a coach, he gets three years, fifteen million dollars. So that's five years each. Now mm-hmm. if you give him four years, I can see them saying, "Well, we'll just give you eight, eight million. You know, cut." That but down. the market would dictate that, though. I don't think, and that's something that would be collectively bargained. I don't think you're gonna be able to look like if you have if you have a coaches association. And I'm not a lawyer, so guys, please, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm just saying, like. If the coaches had an associate or if coaches had a union where they could collectively bargain 
like the structure of coaching contracts, then the market would dictate that. Now, there are a lot of factors in, 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 in determining or defining what the market is, right? Like you look at the college coaching ranks where college coaches are getting paid almost hundreds and upwards of hundreds of millions of dollars to coach for, you know, I can't remember what some of the contracts are. I want to say they're like nine years, 10 years, shit like that. So what's that like 10, you know, almost 10 in 10 per whatever, like, you know, like a lot of those things can be factored in um, when, you know, when, when trying to determine. And then I think that would also really establish the, the, the pipeline between NFL owners rushing out to go get the next big college coach. Right. Like, you know, I think the last person that, that, and it's still kind of undecided, but Cliff Kingsbury was the last guy that kind of comes to my head when I think of like coaches that they went and got from college, you know, past like very experienced and we're talking about black coaches. So, you know, black coaches as, mentioned in Brian Flores lawsuit that have been involved with professional football for couples, you know, couple decades. You know what I'm saying? Marvin Lewis. Huh? <laughs> I said, I said, make sure not to bring Marvin Lewis out here. Yeah. You're lying. And then backtrack. Yeah. Um, or you think about Hugh Jackson, T racist. Jackson, um, <laughs> <clears throat> I'll let that sink. Uh, sorry. Hey, uh, where, where, where my man Stu got said? That's a fine like shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fine. <laughs> five dollars. Uh, nah, that's ten dollars, dog. Black people look alike. Yeah, you got. It. That's that's ten dollars. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think that you know the last person that got really like snatched out of college, now I can think of is Cliff Kingsbury, and you know he's having a, a difficult time keeping his quarterback happy. So I I don't know, you know. He hasn't won any championships or anything. He's got to the playoffs, what, once or twice? I mean, Cliff, you know. You talking about Cliff? Yeah. Uh, once. Yeah. Yeah, last year. So. Once, yeah. yeah, so. Um, that's exactly what they want. Though. But again. A white guy they can keep in the league for years. And years. But again, that, that's a trend that hasn't necessarily worked out for, for NFL franchises. And, you know, that's something that coaches – you know, I'm sure there's a lot of NFL lifers that could rally behind that cause, right? Say, man, we're not pulling people from college, you know, to to take our jobs, right? Like, not when we've been invested in coaching professionally, uh, you know, for for decades and, and, and not getting some of these jobs. Like, I feel like a lot of coaches, whether black or white, can kind of coalesce behind that. Because to change anything in the NFL, I know a lot of people are not, necessarily acknowledging this point but you're going to need white coaches you're going to need coach you're going to need white coaches to 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 get on board as well um you know because what's to stop them from just taking these jobs they're offering right like what's the incentive what's incentivizing them from from changing their behavior but that's what i'm saying like if you say hey we want something for the black people the black coaches they're gonna be like well fuck them you know i don't i don't know if they're gonna agree with you know, because a lot of them, they, they all for themselves. You know, yeah. all the black coaches are, you know, with each other. But white, white yep. people ain't fucking with us. I mean, come on now. They, yeah. they really not. But yeah. that's all a right. good idea. But I, yeah. I, realistically, I don't know if it would work. Well, again, that's, that that's, that's look, we can, we can be on this podcast solving the NFL's problems for free. Or 
they got to figure out somebody to pay to get that that, that thing done. But uh, you know, things like that lawsuit are gonna keep putting pressure on people. You know, like NFL media continually continuing to point you know some of this stuff out is gonna help. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we'll see what where it goes from there. Let's move on to the NBA. Uh, congratulations are in order. You get a round of applause, nah. Uh, congrats to Jamal Crawford, aka J Crossover. Um, retiring, long time. Perhaps the the, and no doubt should be the the namesake of the Six Man Award, Six Man of the Year Award. I mean, I know Lou. You know what I'm saying? Lou Lou won it. You know a lot of times too, and you know. They got to figure out something. I mean, I, I would have. Oh, let me not say that because then you're going to be like, never mind. No, nah, yeah. go ahead, dog. Say what you no, want. Good. No, say what you want, man. You afraid, you afraid, to, get, afraid to engage a dialogue now? <laughs> no, huh? I was going to say, I was going to say him, Lou, and and Manu Ginobili. I, I thought, was oh, epitome absolutely. Absolutely. I just didn't want a cake for the white man. That's I got, no, no, no. That's you, all it was. Listen, <laughs> listen. This. When you're telling the truth, it don't yeah, count. No. <laughs> okay. It don't count. Right. And he Argentinian. That's like the. Never mind. I'm not gonna get into the the you. the degrees. Uh, just just know that just know that the type of Argentina Argentina was a place where Nazis felt comfortable to relocate to after the Nuremberg trials. Okay. That's all I got to say about Argentina. But I love Manu. You know, great player. Uh, terrible hair. Like uh, great prayer. No, that's kind of that's the genre that's a genre of content that I watch is I watch I, I a lot know, of a lot of spy you know what I'm saying Cold War World War Two stuff man, you know what I'm saying watching Inglorious Bastards and shit Amen great stuff great <laughs> stuff uh, also Hunter yeah, needs yeah, Hunter needs another season too by the way that that joint with uh that joint on, that came on Amazon Hunter yeah I How need another season I don't it's only one oh. Yeah, yeah, kind of came and went. Everybody forgot about it, but that shit was good. Uh, but anyway, yeah, congratulations to Jamal Crawford, um, uh, and and you know on a storied career. Um, I look forward to see him playing in like the the TBT tournament, um, or the big three. I thought he would have been doing that. That's what I thought. But. I mean, not while he's making a, an NBA contract. I mean, no, what contract was he in? He hasn't played. No, I mean, he's only been out of basketball for us what two, two seasons? Years. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess he wanted to. Three seasons. Three seasons, actually. Three? Mm. 2019. Yeah. Always uh, felt like he was available. And yeah, I, he, I guess. He was. He was. That's what I'm saying. He kept himself ready. So, um, you know, when he didn't get those calls, especially, you know, when when COVID was was running rampant through the league, um, you know, I really probably showed him something. And uh, maybe, you know, him as a basketball lifer, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nothing he's done. He ain't done nothing but hoop. And he's been hooping for a long time. Yep. Um, he had a job on ESPN. You know, it's tough, huh? No, TNT. He was on TNT. Oh, was he? Yeah, they had him. He's really guest hosting a lot of times on TNT. Oh, cool. Because he's really good. Uh, he's really charismatic. Uh, I've heard him on both Knuckleheads and uh, All the Smoke. Really charismatic kind of guy. So I'm looking forward to see whatever he's doing. I know he's really big. Got a really big presence in Seattle. Uh, interested to see what he does up there in terms of basketball. Um, whether he joins an ownership group to bring the Sonics back to Seattle, yeah, could he he would be like your perfect 
He'd be like your perfect guy to head that up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that get might him. Be in. Why he's announcing retirement? Listen, that might be. Hey, listen. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he hit the lick with the crypto. Said, "All right, you know what? I'm a uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get my little ownership stake. Uh, try to bring this shit back, um, which would be super dope for for that. And you know, again, like Jamal Crawford is a basketball lifer. He's always gonna be involved in basketball. You're not going nowhere. So salute to that man. Um, and congratulations on a on a long. Uh, I think by the end he had an appropriately rated career in terms of like how people discussed him and his impact on the game. Like all the superstars break down his fucking moves, right? Like, yeah, man, you know they could recall it like it was like it's right in front of him. Like, yeah, man, when he bust my ass, he gave me like the behind the back, behind the back, has he crossover into a shot, and I didn't know what to do. I was in hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, he couldn't do, I mean, and he's been in the league for a long ass time. He never he looked co- like he never. He didn't cook like he a lot old. of your favorite niggas, young. Yeah, he never looked like he was old in the league ever. Nope, I mean, ever. He he still could have played. Like, I was mad that LeBron needed all these players, and they even said it was like LeBron could have called Jamal Crawford. Could have got you some. Easily could have got you some buckets. Could have. So, but trying to be in the homeboy Hall of Fame. Well, again, congratulations are ordered to him. Congratulations are ordered to LeBron, past the nasty mailman on the all-time scoring list. Um, while looking just, I mean, ageless wonder, right? Like, talk about an ageless wonder. Like, that guy in year 17, was 18 now? Year 17? Uh, this is year 18. Year 18, playing like this? Like, Actually, this might be. Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening. Dunked on Kevin Love the other night. Like, my man, listen, let that be in, and I'm going to tell you this in, I don't know, 20 years. No, I'll just say in 10 years, when a lot of your favorites are still around at a high level, you know, barring catastrophic injuries, it won't be like this. You're, you're going to say it, it well, one, yeah, it's not going to be like this, but Two, you're going to look up and say, huh, there's a lot of guys still playing in this league. I wonder what that's attribute to. And you're going to look back and say, LeBron James put $2 million in his body every offseason yep. <laughs> to get right and get, you know, not every offseason, but a year pretty much, um, you know, keeping his body right, staying healthy, doing all the right things, all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, genetics obviously play a part yeah, in this, genetic. but, you know, my man is, my man is a, like, y'all going to, Y'all gonna miss him when he's gone. I'm telling you. Exactly. I keep telling. Y'all hate. You hate going. You hate going. You know, cause you to miss something. So y'all are really gonna miss LeBron. This is his nineteenth year, by the way. And you know, I think, I think people would have learned with Kobe that, like, hey, you, you know, like you, you're letting your hate block greatness, basically. You know what I'm saying? Basically, I mean, it's like so. For those who don't know, I hated Kobe growing up. I hated Kobe. Jordan Clark? Like, I couldn't I couldn't stand him as a player. But then as I got older, I started appreciating him more. I guess and I think what what won me over was seeing him off camera. I mean off the court. Like when he was doing commercials and things like that. I was like, you know, Kobe ain't that bad. He's just a dick on the court. So I I respected him, of course. His uh character grew as he died, R.I.P. to Kobe. But like they said, LeBron, when he's gone, like people are gonna miss that. Like this man is in his 19th year leading the league in scoring. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's yep. crazy. And yeah, they, they're doing a bad, they're they're being trash now. The Lakers are trash. But like you said, if you look back at any of your favorite players, nobody was doing this but this 
point in their career. Right. No one. So on the court, off the court, either. Exactly. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So congratulations to LeBron. He's going to win that scoring title. Yeah. Uh, he's going. He's going to beat that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar record next yep. year. Low key, Russ has been playing better too. By the way. Uh, he's played better for two games. Two games. I'm just saying. Just want to acknowledge uh, it games. too. Just well, acknowledge. they didn't play. He didn't play good in the the Timberwolves game. When they ah, it's all right. Game. It's all right. It, it, you know, trends. It's trending better. Um, maybe they'll find their way into the play the play in tournament. No, they're gonna be in the play in tournament, but okay. he's on his way out of here. So we'll, all right, we'll we'll see. Um, the rest is gonna be gone. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of gone, um, Zion out for the rest of the season. Uh, officially out for the rest of the season. Um, some believe he will never play another day in New Orleans. Um, which I think I think is going to be good for him. Um, maybe he can get around some veterans somewhere. Um, you know, a team with a strong vet or a strong somewhere where they don't have good food. Continue. Maybe the Warriors, perhaps you know San Francisco. Yeah, you know, all right, man. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of vegan, a lot of vegan spots. You know what I'm saying? James Wiseman a piece. You know what I'm saying? Get J, get James Wiseman down there with CJ McCollum. Stop it. CJ's Stop gonna, it. CJ gonna stay. They are not gonna trade James Wiseman for Zion. They're not doing. That. Watch him. First of all, they're not gonna trade him. In Put that team. in your little trade machine, nigga. Oh, don't sorry. That was that was really that was really aggressive. That was really aggressive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be like that. Black History Month. Um. Oh, so you missed the trades? I got you. I didn't understand that you you've been missing these trades. I mean, it's it's fine. It's fine. That's your homework for for this evening. Figure out how to get Zion to Golden State and get James Wiseman out of there at the same time. He's not going. He's not going. Just listen to me. It's gonna be. Oh, you tell him it's gonna be Dre. Hey, don't put you better not put Dre name in that damn trade machine. I know that much. Hey, that's that's the homework. All right. Get Zion out of New Orleans, but in Golden State. Okay. And keep Draymond in Golden State. Bro. Use whatever resources you need. Draymond gone. CJ, CJ and Curry would be nice together. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon Ingram oh, so, resigned. So now, so now it's CJ Woo-wee! and Zion. So you say it's CJ, CJ. No, and CJ. Zion. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Warriors trading stuff to New Orleans. Oh, Fuck. This is ridiculous. Put that in your trade machine. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just busting your balls. But um, but yeah. So um, yeah. Zion, of course, in true Zion fashion, in in uh Generation Z fashion. Posted a picture of him doing a uh, between the legs dunk on Sunday. Just to show that, you know, he could play. No, no. Who cares? Who um, cares? I don't so. care. It's just like I said. You can see Zion dunking. Dunking. You can see him do whatever. I've seen Ben Simmons cook in a pickup game where he's dropping threes. He's dunking. He's doing all this stuff. And then mm-hmm. when the season came, where was he? He was on the bench. Now his back hurts. And he's not playing for the rest of the season. Who, Ben? Yeah, Ben, I don't uh, care what Zion is doing. Yeah, back out of me. He has another six months before he had a whole six months of where he can eat wherever he wants to before the next season starts. Yeah. Who knows where he's going? I don't I don't I mean, who cares? I think he's a bust. Say Zion, what you want. Zion gonna look like Antoine Walker to start the next season. Oh, <laughs> 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 
Jesus, bro, that was terrible. When you I mean, like, I, like, I, to a point where I was genuinely concerned. Like, damn, like, what's yeah. going on with Antoine yeah, Walker? He looks, very, he looks bad. Yeah. I mean, you know, but you, uh, you know, who's, you age. know who's, who's just as big too? No, uh, Kendrick Perkins. Have you seen him like step up from the table? Uh, lately, yeah, he's pretty big. I know he was doing a little health kick a couple years ago. I think he's nah, giving that it up. Didn't work. It didn't yeah. Um, uh, man, tough. <laughs> Uh, take care of yourselves, guys. You only got one. Um, let's see. Do 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 do. Uh, you want to talk about Trey Young terrorizing the Knicks fans? Still, um, that fun? No, because that's the only team they can beat. They right. suck. Cool. They're the tenth seed on the East, and they're gonna get dropped off in the play-in tournament. All right. I got also. Uh, these fans gonna get their asses beat. Um, yeah, I'm here for the violence, especially if you're not in the NBA arena. And fans talking crazy to you, you know. Uh, so there are a couple of confrontations. Obviously, another one with Russ, um, right. and uh, you know, out on the street or whatever. And then you had Nurkic, who a fan. <laughs> All right, so we can laugh about this, but I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the facts out first because I feel like my nigga, I feel like a lot of people are. Yeah, I, I just I just feel like a lot of people are uh are advocating that he you know. For, for harsher punishment and I don't like that. Uh basically the fan so you saw the video, right? Yeah, I saw the video. Okay, yeah. so basically the fan said like fuck your mom, fuck your grandma who passed of oh. COVID like last oh. year. Like some real like crazy shit, like over the line shit. You know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if they were interacting before or whatever, but obviously that's gonna that's gonna trigger a re- response, right? And so I think, you know, the appropriate action is yeah, uh, you go that's over the there. Least he could do actually. That's the go, least he could have done. Go over there. I'm gonna take your phone because I know you're doing this for clout, and I'm gonna toss it two rows up. You know what I'm saying? You go I, get I it. I didn't know he did that. I thought yeah. he was just wow. I didn't know. No, I, I didn't know that's what happened. I thought I'm an funny. advocate for violence, y'all. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Like people are just not gonna talk to me crazy. Like on, on a human level, I don't care. Like like that's just my person. I mean. Again, I'm not an NBA athlete, but I, I can just tell you how I move in real life. Like, I, I don't, you know, I don't like to be talked crazy to. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I don't know you. Like, you, you know all these details. You know, all, you know all these personal details about me because you're a fan of, you know, the product of the NBA or whatever. Cool. That's cool. That's that's what fame. That's what celebrity is, right? But don't make you not a human. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I told you there's always a limit to it. There's always a limit. Like I'll say, your left hand suck. You know, I want some of these. I want some of these the fans ground. get beat up, dog. Not they, gonna lie. They need to, man. Not they gonna lie. To. Hey, listen, you gotta see. All right, they got money. You know what I'm saying? Hire some security. That's how rappers get away with it. Hire some security. The baby run out here free. He got security, but he still be beating up people. You know what I'm saying? But you know, hey, look, get you get you some security. You know what I'm saying? And you know, handle it handle it accordingly. But like, I think that a lot of these fans are like, I won't say it's a lot of them, right? Because like, I mean, outside, like we saw Trey Young terrorizing Nick's like fandom and everything. And I'm sure they were saying like wild shit to him, whatever. But you know, but you know, for the most part, you know, it's it's just basketball, right? Like, it's not. It's not like it's none of that. It's none of that crazy shit that they talking about, right? Nurkic wasn't even dressed for the game. He wasn't even. Yeah, he wasn't even. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that's the weirdest thing about this. Like, I don't know what the fans' 
punishment is. Like I saw it was like a little those little white dude, right? Like yeah, yeah, he was you know, white dude. you know, whatever. Like he probably has a bunch of money, pay for those seats yeah, or whatever, seat, and yep, that's what feels I like it's you know those kind of guys. You're not gonna you're not gonna stop from coming to games, but like if more of them get beat up, I, I'm I'm sure they they. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, 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 you know what's funny? So, so sure would I, went cease. The, I went to the game last week to the Hawks and Grizzlies game, and uh, the people that I was with were saying, "Hey, we can meet the you know Atlanta Hawks player," and I was like, "Okay, that's cool. I'm gonna talk shit to Trey Young." And then he was like, "No, no, no." I was like, "I was like, I'm just joking. Uh, I'll come down there, but I'm not gonna say nothing reckless to him." You know, nah, nigga, you be moving online like you would in real life, so no, you know. Man. No, I told you I have. A, I niggas got to believe you. I have, <laughs> I have a lot of respect, man. Like I'm not, gonna, right. I'm not gonna act reckless. All right, like, well, I'm saying, nigga, niggas still trying to, man. niggas still trying to understand they can take you places. You know what I'm saying? That's it. <laughs> no, that's I, it. I really, I really want to see if he was actually how tall he actually was Some oh god say he was like six feet <laughs> you, see I, I got, to you want to see if you look down at him or not yeah, I want to see so if, yeah, if you look down at him would that would that giving you some license to talk a little shit hell yeah no, okay talk you, say, you want to say it like what's up little man or some shit like that yeah what's up little buddy what's up little man <laughs> so little fella yeah, so, exactly, exactly. Let's, let's oh man, the TMZ quick. article, the TMZ article. <laughs> this is a get slung down the hallway, down the tunnel. <laughs> and you know, and, you, and look, look, and you know, you know how frail you are, dog. <laughs> fan, fan elbow, fan, fan hole right side seized up. <laughs> Tell you, man. Oh, man, I, I'm respectful. I'm respectful, man. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, I do not make it personal with anybody. As I can, much I as I hate it. anybody, I wouldn't make it personal uh, to them. Like that's, I can dig that's it. just wrong. All right, now, enough of the NBA. I don't really care about anything else. Um, you know, everybody's scoring 50 points a night, and you know it's that time of season. Like, you know, let's get some of these playoff berths uh, uh, locked in, and uh, we'll be back on the NBA. Um, well, first of all. Did you get the new news? Um, no, do tell while I look up the next uh, piece of the show. New York is taking that mandate off for the vaccine. Oh, are they? Yep. Yeah, I think boy. it is effective need tomorrow. That, they need that commerce. Yeah, exactly. You, you look, look, baseball <laughs> season about to start. Look, they didn't think about that. Look, they didn't yeah. think about baseball. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't think about Woo! that. Like, I had oh, that on oh. the agenda today, too, but um, they're still in spring, spring training. Uh, there were a couple, you know, a couple things that I wanted to talk about, especially with like Freddie, uh, Freddie Freeman coming to Dodger. Um, now, you know, Atlanta fans and Washington fans have something to uh, kind of come together about is that we're losing our best players to the Dodgers. But, you know, obviously the Dodgers, you know, traditionally they don't they don't really uh, achieve in the playoffs, uh, particularly exactly. except, except Clayton years, Kershaw. But yeah. Um, but yeah so, um you know, it is get, what it is. Should baseball get a salary cap? We'll 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 actually cover that on another oh. podcast because yeah, I don't want to get too far off track. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, let's get into some music news. How about that? Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, I mean, Kanye disinvited from the Grammys. Like, yeah, you know, I, I like that idea. Um, I think that's just kind of a general consensus thing, especially while he's uh, you know talking about trevor noah the host uh you know t- say, say, 
saying that he was a coon and all this kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? The shit with D.L. Hughley. Um, a lot, a lot of things going on. Uh, going, uh Sorry, I apologize, Jamaican uh, people. Um, let's see. Megan Stallion and Carl Crawford, they were uh, going back and forth online. Um, nothing really particularly noteworthy, just that Megan Stallion was, you know, kind of, you know, blowing some details about how, uh, you know, Carl Crawford was using, you know, money that was allotted to her to buy chains for himself and probably another individual. Well, he did, he did buy another individual. He's in business with uh, uh, another chain. Been a lot of news this week. Let you know that and a lot of news been, this week. None of it's been good, or at least the end of last week, and none of it been good. Well, let's take a moment to to stop on the uh, Meg the Stallion. So, so what's uh, some of the news that came out past the uh, online beef with uh, Carl Crawford? I mean, it's, former LA Dodger. Yeah, former LA Dodger. MLB Bullshitter. Um, uh, he also played for the Boston Celtics, but um, he didn't play for those Celtics, man. He played. For, I mean, sorry, I said Celtics. That's a fine. fine. That's a fine. That's a fine. Five dollars. <laughs> no, two dollars. It's a two dollar fine. Okay. No, five dollars. Different sport. Sorry. You still owe me money. Uh, but anyway. I uh, sent you your five dollars, didn't I? I'm sorry if I didn't. I think you put bitch ass nigga in there. Yeah, I think I did too. So, we'll figure um, that out. <clears throat> but I think this might not be big for people, but of course they said Drake and Rihanna stopped following her on Instagram or whatever. And she got dropped by Fenty, apparently. So a lot of stuff oh, wow. is coming out. Yeah, a lot of stuff is starting to come out for Meg. Uh, they said a lot of people are distancing themselves from Meg. And mm. I don't know, man. The time is not looking too good because, you know, that trial, it was coming up in February. No, damn, April. So mm. I don't know. That's just yeah. that's just some of the stuff that I've been reading. And then this with Carl Crawford. It's just a lot of stuff going on with Meg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> We're going to see uh, sooner or later the proof is in the pudding and uh, we're going to have to <laughs> revisit that as more news comes out. Uh, that segment brought to you by the shade room. Um, <laughs> next up, speaking of the shade room kind of topics, uh, Lotto uh, did an interview the other week, basically saying that, um, you know, there was a, a rapper with a feature on her album. Now we're not here we to speculate. We're, we're I'm not, not going to say his name, but that's, we, uh, all, I, 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 yeah, I'm not, I'm not here to speculate. If she ain't said it, then I'm not here to say it for her. So, but, it's um, the obvious one, but, go ahead. but yeah, so, um, you know, it, it brings up a point where, you know, I, I've started to think about this in terms of the hip hop business, like as women become more, I don't want to say powerful because I mean, prevalent popular um you know and and i think like a lot of them are becoming more aware of of their power in the industry that's a better way to put it um because this is an issue that i think that you know over the last couple of years like a lot of people have like literally said these things in, in interviews and in radio interviews. I was just, I was just, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's starting to come back to the light. And if you think about it in terms of a 2022 sensibility, it's going to be, you know, some of that shit's going to come off. as kind of nasty. 
You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, it's going to be brought back up. And I don't want people to just brush it under the, the rug because if if we were past that, we wouldn't have an emerging artist saying that it's still happening. Right. So, um, you know, I'm glad she spoke up on it. Um, I heard her on a button podcast today. Uh, real good interviews, pretty short, but you know, pretty good. Um, I like Lotto. Like, I feel like she she understands the music business, and in terms of you know where she wants to go in it, and um, you know, just listening to her talk, like, and, and seeing the moves she's made, in terms of like changing her name, right? Like, understanding like that. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I can't have I can't run around and be who I want to be with that name, right? So I'm a, right. I'm gonna change it up. Um, and then, you know, her just being honest on these platforms, you know what I mean? Like, it just, you know, uh, you know, remind me, remind me of, you know, girl from Clayco, right? right. (laughs) So, so, you know, like it's authenticity It's you know, her being genuine, that is going to make her a superstar. Um, and the fact that she did it in this way is, is great because it's putting, it's putting dudes on notice right it's putting other women on notice saying that hey yo like if this is something you're dealing with like hey use me as a blueprint i'm here like (laughs) i'm gonna talk about it um and she did in a way where she didn't name names or whatever she didn't bring that smoke to nobody's doorstep in particular um you know she did backtrack it though say she didn't mean to bring it all up because now it's causing too much attention to herself but it's fine i I feel but i feel like she's but it's it's funny that you say that because just yesterday she was recording a podcast where she was saying hey yo like like i'm coming i'm coming beyonce to this shit meaning i'm 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 just not gonna be like interacting with people on internet you know what i'm saying i'm gonna just move in real life and that's how i'm gonna move right and I think it was interesting that they brought up that, you know, she's only 23. So, you know, a lot of her life is on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just going to take her understanding how to move on the internet. Right. Like KD is somebody I think of that, you know, learned to use the internet. Right. He still be cooking niggas on the internet, but that he made that part of his brand and he seems pretty unbothered by it as well. I don't know if KD's in therapy or whatever, but like, that's an approach that people can choose to take to not like, you know, succumb to the the Twitter shit, right? So, um, I, um yeah, shout out to Lotto. Should, huh? Should I try? Should you try what? Try KD. What you mean? Light his ass up on Twitter. I I very much enjoy it. I just uh, ask that in any of your interactions with anybody, if it's going to be a troll, just you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be peeping from the window, but <laughs> don't tag me, dog. I ain't trying to get blocked by association. You feel me? Come on, babe. Look, I feel babe, like. Told, look, I have. I told you I have my restraints. You told me to make a comment to a certain host that I look up to. And I was like, nah. <laughs> it was bro, a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah, but I, I was scared because like, oh, Todd must really want me to do this. Yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, I, I didn't want you to do that, dog. I, I really didn't. <laughs> um, Let's talk. I think last we'll, we'll wrap up this. Uh, this. This wonderful music segment because I don't think any new music came out, did it? Anything? No, not that I can think of. Um, I heard some sleepers from Joe and them, but I haven't heard any anything actually new. Yes. Okay. Oh, nah, nothing new. Okay, uh, I do have a, actually a new song that I want to play. I haven't listened to yet, so I might uh play it to, 
to end out the segment. But uh, new bars from your favorite rapper's favorite favorite dealer. Shout out to Arby's. I'm the reason the whole world love it. Now I gotta crush it. Filet your fishes. Then you should be disgusted. How dare you sell a square fish asking us to trust it? A half slice of cheese. Mickey D's on a budget. Arby's crispy fish is simply it. With lines around the corner, we might need a guest list. Ah. Eggs is stage left. The sandwiches taste fresh. A little cube of fish from a clown is basic. Say less. This argument is basic. push. Drowned in tartar that filet fish is tasteless. See Arby's only deals in the greatness. I bet the house on it like it's Vegas. We have the meats. I could sell water to a well. How could you ever think I fail? Yeah. The crispy fish sandwich blazing trails. The mother clown's just too frail. Frail, yeah. bro. If you know me and you know, know me well, all fish is gonna tip that scale. Yeah. That beat was hard too, dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. That shit was super hard, dog. It was, man. But you know what's funny, what's ironic is, so he dissed McDonald's, and you know he did the jingle for McDonald's, which was yep. crazy all them years ago. Yep. For did the know, him and his brother did that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, and apparently they don't get paid royalties from it. They got paid a flat fee. They so they weren't getting half a mil. And, you know, they did their thing. Uh, still yeah, it. still it's using it. Crazy. Still using the melody, everything. Imagine yeah, what that publishing deal like would have looked like had they like had the know-how at that moment. Man, that's ridiculous. We'd be talking about push in a like we'd be talking about push like we'd be talking about like puff. Yes. I think. Yes. And you know, that's my personal opinion. I got bias because that's my Virginia brethren, like 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 dog, like Push could have been like he, you know, he's still pretty, you know, influential in the music space. But like, I feel like that kind of money would have took him to another level. Um, but Shout anyway, new, new album coming out too. So. Yeah, uh, I think it's not supposed to come out until like April something. Did it? Did I think say? April. Uh, I think April first, maybe April fourth. Uh, okay, well, maybe April seventh. It'll be here before you know it. Uh, this year's yeah. flying by. Um, yeah, I did get, uh, oh, you know what? Fife, um, had an album come out, uh, did the, did the thing we all like the Tuesday drop. I haven't had a chance to listen to it in full. Um, but you know, you won't get a review out of me, um, on this album. Like, I feel like Fife, you know, you know, one of my favorite groups, you know, while we were in college was like, I, that's when I really kind of started listening to tribe. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously I wasn't like old enough to no tribe like in that way but <clears throat> I'm very surprised i'm very surprised by that what that you said you just started listening to fight while we were in college i'm very surprised you know you, oh yeah i mean you, like you the backpack hip-hop head well honestly a lot of my musical tastes like kind of evolved in college because like i feel like you know like i was always on the popular music you know kind of thing and like yeah popular music was good when we were i mean i'm not saying it's not good now but i feel like it was different at the time when we were coming up, right? So like, like it was enough to keep on top of like all the Jay Z releases, all the uh the you know the DMXs, the Nas's, like while they were at their peak, you know what I'm saying? The fifties, well, the emerging well, talent. That's what I was gonna tell you. So growing up, I listened to mostly. No, that's not true. I was gonna say all down south music. That's not because 
I actually grew up listening to Cam before I listened to Jay Z. I didn't start listening. When you to say Jay-Z. grew up, how 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 old are you talking? I'm talking about high school. I'm talking. Oh, about okay. Like, I'm talking about like uh, come home with me. Uh, yeah, purple haze. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but but I didn't I didn't really get on that Jay Z wave until college, which was ironic. Like you know everyone. Interesting. You, you like Black Album came out what junior year? You weren't fucking with that. No, nah, I mean it was like I guess my ears weren't mature because all I, I did. You. I think as a kid, the only thing that was around me was mm-hmm. like Cash Money. Uh, it was you know all the yeah. Lil Wayne, like all of that, um, and then especially Three Six Mafia. Now I mm-hmm. can tell you, I grew up like as it was Nelly, Three Six Mafia, and uh, Cash Money. That was mm-hmm. like pretty. That was almost everything. It's interesting you say that too, because I think about like like when Atlanta and down south music really got like more main vein like popularized mm-hmm. i think that like part of that especially the people that regionally were listening to one kind of music and that music is on the radio in those major markets right but mm-hmm. maybe not in the south as often like i think that to a lot of those people you know in those regions the south kind of came out of nowhere and started eating shit up right yeah. like most people's introduction to to southern music at that time was like Wayne finally went up north. John really it was like it was first it was Luda, but Luda wasn't like he didn't really kind of like I learned about Luda when I lived in California. So I don't know like out in California it was like a lot of Dre, a lot of you know mm-hmm. a lot of California shit. So um you know not much was popularized there at that region. That was like maybe ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, word of mouth came out in 2001, but it was funny, right? Because oh well, you weren't here. That's when uh, Ludacris was the DJ for 97.5. Chris Lover, Lover, right? So I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, to a lot of a lot of people, you know, Southern music wasn't really. I mean, yeah, of course, groups like Outkast, Eight Ball, MJG. Um, you know, Goody Mob, uh, 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 UGK, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the No Limit scene, you know, yeah, TRU, yeah. Hot Boys, um, all of them, yeah. they've been making music for a long time. Um, you know, since the mid, you know, early to mid 90s, they've been making music. So, you know, you had to, you have to consider that their reach wasn't really their sound didn't really take off until it started it to sound a little bit about about like until so it started sounding like people, you know, in the mainstream at the time, like Jay Z, like people that are rapping like that. You know what I'm saying? And they put their little south, you know, their the their southern, you know, southern sensibilities on it. You know what I'm saying? Then you get the TIs and you get the Jeezys. Yeah. Then it yep. evolves to like the and, and now you got the power, brother. You know what I'm saying? Now y'all got the power. Now right. everything is not Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, oh, you know what I'm saying? It was around when the snowman was banned in high school. Hey, come on, man. I heard about it. I heard about it. I heard there was some real street. I heard some real street shit behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all couldn't, y'all couldn't have because there was a lot of things going on in Atlanta at the time. You know what I'm saying? Can't wait. Yeah, not not in certain zones. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, hey, it was it was like that, right? Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that like, you know, the sound in the South has evolved such a, in such a way that it's kind of blossomed into something else, right? Like it's not, 
it's not like you're, you don't think of Southern artists and you think of, you know, them pigeonholed and the shit. You think of Southern artists like, or not in, not in this way, but you think of Southern artists as, yo, niggas from the South are all over the place. Yep. Like they're Little in everything. Everybody now. Yeah. But they're in everything. They're in fashion. They're in yeah. commercials. They're in, they're on the radio. They're on, you know, movies, whatever. Like they're everywhere. So you got to respect it. You got to, you got to acknowledge it. Um, I don't know how we got there. All I wanted to say is that, yeah, like a lot of the stuff that I was listening to in high school was like kind of popular. And then as that kind of got oversaturated, right. Cause there was a point, like, I know Wayne was killing shit for a long time, but there was a point where there was a lot of bullshit out, too. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? And, oh, uh, and And at that time, R&B was pretty, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that 2000, like, again, R&B had a nice little nice little calling card until all the niggas wanted to start rapping. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like they, they didn't start dying. It started dog, dying. Dog, like, like until, well, really, until rappers start stealing their melodies. But I'm not going to. Yeah, I was going to say Tyrese wanted yeah. to rap. Uh, like oh, that black tie, that black tie album, young. Yeah, I think I still see, got that somewhere around T-Pain here. Dog. Came out here with the auto tune, so then yeah. all the rappers want to start auto tune. I mean, it's the evolution yeah. of stuff. Yeah, but all like you know, and there was decent music in every era, which I like. You know what I mean? But it's just it's just wild to like look back and see how it's changed over those years. Uh, but we got we got we got talking about this because I wanted to tell you that <clears throat> a lot of my college experience was like listening to a lot of the shit that came out in the nineties. Right. That's when, and you got to remember technology at the time was like, made it, made it so that I could just, Hey, I could just go wherever I wanted to go. You know what I'm saying? Like it was really easy. I could just get that zip drop, that that zip file, Mm -hmm. extract that bitch on my Android. And I had the album, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah, Easy this, peasy. This, this is pre iPhones because them iPhone. I mean, them, them Androids is trash. But I Apple lot. Apple ruined it. They ruined it. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll admit they ruined it because niggas was getting to it um, before before Apple came around. But yeah, did, did, did I tell you when I was? Go- oh, you was gone. I think I was gonna get into a fight when someone stole my razor, uh, my Motorola razor at the rack. Yikes! Hold on, you you had a rate. So I had a see. I had a razor freshman year. I ain't gonna front. No, I had the Sony Ericsson joint. Damn, who stole who stole your razor, man? When they stole your razor, dog? Local, bro. I, 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 I was, did it, it have color? No, it was it was uh no, it was silver. That Paul had an Obama phone. <laughs> <laughs> Voice only. <laughs> bro, no, it it wasn't my freshman year. It was uh it was my sophomore year. Yeah, I went. Yeah, to it had it been, and then someone stole it. And then I remember uh, we we're right in front of Chick Fil A, and I saw this dude look real familiar, and he was talking on this phone. I was like, that was like my phone, and that was my fucking phone. Mm. I walked up on him, and we was the only one outside. I said, "Hey man, hey bro, you got my phone?" <laughs> Yikes! Nah, nigga, I don't know who you are. I said, "Nigga, give me my phone. Give me my fucking phone." And I was like, I was about to square over him over <laughs> my fucking phone. And then uh, one of my old basketball player uh, players, teammates, he came up and broke up broke us up uh mm-hmm. and then it, we just left from there but it was funny because after i got a new phone someone called me it was like hey nigga <laughs> so so he kept your phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kept my phone. <laughs> hey chill out chill out <laughs> hey yeah so he kept my phone lucky, lucky. i didn't want to get expelled from college <laughs> yeah that's pretty smart that's pretty smart on your on your uh on your end. So, 
so that was anyway, great. When I when I got a new phone, I was I had voicemails. I had people calling me. I was like, "Hey, nigga, you just went to my wife's car and you stole her purse. When I find you, I'm gonna whoop your ass." And I was like, "What the fuck? What?" <laughs> and he was like, "You dropped your phone here." And I was like, "This nigga stole my phone and then left it in the car." And first that he stole it from. I said, this dude is wild. So, <laughs> I know his prints uh, in the database somewhere. So are my prints. <laughs> <laughs> no, Moving uh, on. Um, got on phone oh yeah, nah. I was just we were just talking reminiscing. See, that's what old niggas do. They get sidetracked. Let's let's move on. Uh <laughs> um let's get to the TV segment. Uh Bel Air. Hey man, a lot going on in Bel Air. Um yeah, again. They won't say a lot. We'll we'll continue to to beat the drum for this show, but uh, there's a lot going on. I mean, really good uh, story, and uh, honestly, listen, I'm gonna be very, very, very pissed off if I log on tonight and Lou happens to be Will Smith. Oh man, I'm gonna be very upset because you know, you know, you know, Will Smith is going to try to recreate. That show scene where he, he was like, "Why you want me, man? Why you want me, man? Why you want me, man?" You know what I'm saying? And he gonna try. He gonna try to win something. He just won like a SAG award. You know what I'm saying? He on winning season. That's that's what that's what Will trying to do. Pick up some cheap awards. Um, now nah, I think that's great. But whoever plays Lou, I think they're gonna have a good story um, because there is like research that. You know, Jeffrey gave Will, right? You know, he's he gave him something. And, you know, yeah, but from what we know, <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> from what we know from from Will's mom, apparently, is that, you know, he was he was a he was a get rich quick schemer. You know what I mean? He uh um went from one, you know, one debtor to the next and she, you know, she ran behind him clearing his debts and things of that nature. So um, and then he but just the walked away. Acting like, I mean, oh, we can't bring that negative energy. I mean, what is he? Some big rapper now or something? What's going on? Nah, I don't. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's this mystery about who he is. So hopefully that's addressed this week. Um, man, let's see what else is happening there. Oh, Hillary, um, beefing with the uh, beefing with Kylo Ren. Um, uh, Kylo Ren, but yeah. I mean, she quit, but fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, man, who she? Who you think kidnapped Chelsea Clinton? No, I used that Chelsea joke. Clinton? I used that joke last week. I'm sorry. No, no, no. erase that. Yeah, we used that joke already. You I'm sorry. Yeah, time. I I keep track of these things. I apologize, oh, okay. but yeah, I mean, it, it applies. <laughs> like that's just that's just Hillary. You know what I'm saying? Like you just basically holding on to her to her her sexy videos from at this point like exactly. is that what you're doing you sound, I mean, sound kind of like a pervert dog I'm, I'm glad she didn't fold i thought she was still but yeah. i'm glad she didn't but um damn that's a lot of money yeah uh but other than that yeah uh yeah. you know and that whole will and lisa thing you know they fucking a lot um they are so so, <laughs> so. I, I thought it was real it's just dumb that they didn't walk separately uh, so maybe so maybe that's where baby nikki gonna come from oh. while you're playing why you playing? Let's let's that let's that let's turn let's turn this shit up a notch. Oh no, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's get the arguing. Let's get some that's subscribers real, on Peacock. That's real irresponsible. Let's get the arguing. Let's get the arguing. We don't talk about teen pregnancy no more. 
That's true. That's let's why get, that's let's, let's get let's get the arguing. So um Bruh, I, I don't but I did not like in this episode was uh was Uncle Phil being real disrespectful now. Being real disrespectful. Oh the Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah, he being yeah, he talks disrespectful. He's 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 he, he talking to Jeffrey like a white man now. Like exactly. I don't like that shit. Like yeah, you, you remember said, remember oh, you work for him. Mm, right? I thought I was fam, bro. And he hit him too. Yamacraw? I thought I was yeah, fam, exactly. dog. Damn, Yamacraw. <laughs> <laughs> you work for me. I was that's like, wild. Nah, I, I ain't taking that. But what do you yeah. think that was? You thought that's what the, the envelope was? Was information on the dad? Yeah, he said he did his research or whatever. He said, hey, look, I'm going to give you this. You know, boom. Uh, I think that because uh, because you remember Phil asked him to do that earlier. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like way earlier. So, um, you know, like, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think. You know, Jeffrey's trying to play the neutral party because he understands what's going on. Mm. So uh, we'll have to see what's going on with that. Uh, Snowfall. Uh, can't remember what happened last week. I got to start right. writing notes when I watch a, it. They were all, they were, every drop got shot at. Ah, that's every, right. Leon Jerome. Got shot at. Hey, hey, Jerome my favorite. I need a gift of that Jerome action, like <laughs> spring into action hop. Yeah, I need one of those. Because, uh, yeah, that shit, that shit was perfectly uh, executed. I meant to watch it back. Um, because I wanted to see how, uh, I'm yeah. getting her name, right? You already know, you already know. We talk. What's her name? Uh, Franklin's, Franklin's baby mother, baby mother. uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> to see her reaction to everything, right? Like mm-hmm. how she handled it. I mean, I, you saw she got up and bust her gun, but I need to see some facial expressions. See if I can pick she up on hot, something. She I need to know. She the only one that know all the information, dog, and she the only one that's kind of thirsty for that information. Veronique, Veronique, yeah. So she got. I don't know. I don't. Who else can it be? It's not Peaches. Peaches is a dope head. Look, it's Mm -hmm. not him. It's that's too obvious because they keep talking about is (laughs) what Peaches at. It's not him. Man, it's got to be her. It's not those hit. It's not those two uh, hit men. Those women. Yeah, I think that's kind of random. If it yeah, was them. not them, they getting paid, and mm-hmm. like, no, it's not them. It's her, bro. It's got to be her. She know where all the drop track. She yeah. knows everything. Yeah, but and who's who? She came but who's who's mans of those though, right? Like, but who's she running with is the question. That's I true. think. Like, I mean, if it's her, who's she running with? Like, we don't know yet, but you know, we'll find out tonight. Uh, so, uh, anything else from Snowfall that I'm. Forgetting right. the major storylines. Went to sleep in that in that spot, that little basement they were hiding. Oh yeah, them niggas, them niggas on the run, and uh, they end up they end up in uh, Joe Joe Exotic's uh, house. <laughs> end up in a tiger cage, dog. Said, like, wake up, wake up, wake yeah. up, wake up. <laughs> bro. I would have went to sleep the whole time in that basement until the next day or so. I would not, I would not have left that house. So yeah, that shit was wild. Um, what was the point of them going in that house anyway? It was just because they wanted to. They just had to get off the street. It was. It was. They was. Hey, look, they was hauling ass for a minute. You know what I'm saying? They wanted to get off the street, so. Um, like they said, and they, they had to stay. Or something. They oh, you know what? It was the. It was. Uh, they were trying to get a phone, and call somebody to come That's pick right. them up because they still don't know. They still don't know that everybody got hit. You know what I'm saying? So. Um. Yeah. Let's well, hurry up and get knows, off of here, <laughs> so we can figure out what's going on, huh? Oh, but I said he knows they got hit though. He knows, yeah. Uh, Uncle Lou and them got hit. Oh, yeah, that's right. He know they got hit. Yeah. Um. Winning time. Uh, winning time. Still- what's it called? Was funny. Who? Terry's ex girlfriend. I thought that was pretty funny. 
he owed her money. Not Terry. What's his name now? The white dude. Oh, Teddy. Yeah, when Teddy just got shot. Yeah. Yeah, that lady did not want him in her crib, you know. <laughs> but um, I actually did not get to see Winning Time this week. Okay. Any good? How was it? Yeah, good. Still a solid show. Um, trying to think of what happened. If I can... <coughs> I could say anything. Mm, no, just watch it. Let me know what you think. It's really good though. Still good. Um, Abbott Elementary had a really good episode. Um, they're back after a three week hiatus. Uh, if you're not watching Abbott Elementary, which uh, I don't know how could you, how could you not? Uh, it's a really good show. Um, uh, really good mockumentary. Got a lot of good comedy. But this week they did a little something different. They added a lot of heart to it. Like I feel like the the episode before last where they talked about uh the principal Ava um and kind of, you know, what she going through taking care of her moms and dealing with a sister or whatever, like trying to, you know, be a person that, you know, help their their family come up in a way. Um <clears throat> excuse me. Um you know, I think that like uh they're showing this show in a little bit more heart, which uh, I think is good to, you know, establish some kind of continuity or some kind of like linear path. Like I think now that they got a second season, like they're really going to start telling the stories, still making this uh, a comedy type thing though. So, um, you know, we'll see where they go from that. With uh, everyone hates Chris um, and his dad who looks, they look yeah, Mike bad. Michael Tyler uh, Williams or uh, Tyler Michael Williams. yeah, yeah. Uh, Orlando Jones plays his yeah, dad. Jones, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the obvious choice. Yeah, because um, they look just alike. <laughs> so. I wish they would get Solange to play his mom just for synergy reasons, but we're not gonna put that <laughs> on the show. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, I checked out this show Bust Down. I watch all six episodes. Um, dog, that show was hilarious. Like, it's a definitely a particular brand of comedy, like a workaholic style kind of show where, you know, you just gotta like quirky, funny shit that's like over the top. And this show is super over the top. And I think the cast that they have is really good. Like, uh, did you watch more than one episode of that? I told you I was gonna watch some more. Uh I was gonna try to watch some more today, but you told uh-huh. me it got really funny. So Yeah, dog. Uh the dude that plays Langston hilarious um because he's like whiny but like he's also like really like yeah uh (laughs) that dude was hilarious um but also you got like the uh quirky um dude uh what's his name black dude uh nah not chris red chris red i'm gonna get to chris red in a minute that nigga is ridiculous like i'm glad chris red like i'm glad chris red got to be on a show like this before he really get popular because he's on keenan um and he kind of does a little bit of the same thing like chris red i think at this point is more of a character actor and i don't know how far you're gonna go with that but like um he's on saturday night live too and he does a good job on that um i just like chris red i think he's funny um in a kind of overly cooney type way you know what i'm saying like he be cooning it up real good like he he just he just he he, he know how to hit the button you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. so um just about jack, and then, the other guy. jack that's how yeah i knew it was spelled kind of weird it was like jk right yeah, yeah um and then, um uh sam J really good in that too um <laughs> uh, that was- you know, she remind me of, she reminds me of Papa. She reminds me of Papa. Dog, dog 
there's a scene in this where somebody somebody called her <laughs> Miss Corey in the house. <laughs> Miss Corey in the house. And I struggled to breathe for like 30 seconds and I couldn't hear shit after that. Like I missed all the jokes after that because that one little line was just hilarious. And I don't know if they write like their shit for their own characters or if they have like a whole writing team or whatever. Um, it's a show on Peacock. So I imagine they have some sort of a writing room, but it's uh, it's brilliant. Freddie Gibbs is good in it too. Like, hey, look, yeah. Fred, like, <clears throat> listen, Freddie, I like Freddie's music. I don't like Freddie's online antics a lot, but I like his music <laughs> and uh, I, I like his acting too. Like he's really funny. He was in Tommy this week. We're not going to talk about Tommy. I'm still going to watch it. It's clearly it's not, it's, it's clearly not the best uh, power, but you know, I've, I've, I've watched worse power. I, well, I've watched worse television and finished it all the way to the end. So it is what it is, but Frank, uh, but Freddie Gibbs was in that episode. He was, you know, a cross-eyed nigga from Gary, so that was pretty cool. Uh, he seems to lazy like the, lazy lazy yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, and uh, yeah. So you know, it was good to see him. Like even that uh, bust down is is um, the new manager. Right? The new boss. Uh, yeah, he he new boss. He new boss. Um, uh, so uh, that happened. Um, that oh, you told me to watch Black Crab, and I didn't want to go into depth of this. All all I wanted to say is that I enjoyed this movie. Don't get me don't get me twisted. I enjoyed this movie. I I think it's it's one of those. All right, so if I had to rate it, I'm gonna give this movie a two out of five. Okay. okay. Uh, and and it's a two out of five because the plot is ridiculous. Uh, basically, there's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. And, you know, they're basically tasked to skate for Across like two days and two nights uh, to get to a place to deliver a virus. And... Yes. The whole time they skating, like, you know, the action's pretty good. I like the action. The gunfights are pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some some gunfights in there. Um, but, you know, they're going on an adventure. And at the payoff just wasn't just wasn't. No, nah, not at all. It was like I remember uh when they got to their destination, spoiler alert. When they got to their destination, it was still like 30 minutes left. I was like, what else is there to do in this movie? Right. And then I said, oh, okay. I was like, I, I don't care. This I I thought the action was okay. I thought it should have been more action. Um like I said, it was kind of it was kind of weird how the chopper was shooting at them while they were on the ice, but then they he let them go after that. I was yeah. like, Y'all not just gonna blow up blow them up right there. Right. Uh and and I will preface to say this. When I text you about this movie, it was in the it was like the first 20 minutes of the movie. Well, so make I that like, mistake again, will you? Huh? Yeah, so I won't we'll do that. I'ma wait, I'm wait till I watch the whole thing, and then I'm like, "Hey, watch this." So I was just like, "Ah, this ain't it. This mm-hmm. ain't it." I'm See, this is just one offense. Now, if it happens again, I'm a clown you. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, 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 like no, you know no. what I'm saying? Don't be giving me no trash to watch, okay? No, no, I got no, I got no trash to watch on my own, okay? No, because I, I sent you. That's because you watch everything, though. Right. But I, I sent you <laughs> when I saw that commercial. When I saw that commercial of that new show, that looked pretty good. Oh yeah, that looked really good. Um, we'll 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 talk. Make sure you put that on the agenda for next week because we'll talk about that more in detail. Because I'm gonna come up with the perfect 
uh thing it reminds me of like i i i have it but i can't like place like i have a couple actors that were in it but i can't necessarily place the movie you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna leave that alone for now but um and um andrew garfield he's coming out with a new show on fx i don't know if you saw a commercial for it yet i thought it was look i, lo- I thought it looked pretty good uh, I'll check that out. Um, speaking of things that are coming back on FX, uh, Atlanta's coming back tomorrow. Right. Uh, we'll see. I mean, seen the trailers. They're pretty good. Um, they're going to be in Europe, so uh, we're going to get that angle. Um, you know, everybody's back or whatever. So, um, you know, I'm excited to watch that tomorrow when it comes out. Um, <clears throat> this is a very random. No one knows what the fuck is going on. I think they do that on purpose. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm expecting it to be good. There's two seasons left. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's it. I think for movies, I watched, uh, shows, I watched everything. Nah, man, I think that's about, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. You know, we still made good time. Got 30 minutes to de- yeah. got 30 minutes to decompress before snowfall. Come on. Uh, I did want to give a shout out to, uh, Cory Booker, um, <clears throat> just, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you've known, uh, or if you paid attention a lot, but, um, Kintaji Brown Jackson, uh, was a judge that was nominated for the Supreme court. First black lady judge, um, nominated likely to be confirmed. Uh, they had the confirmation hearings, uh, the last couple of days. Um, and, uh, really it's, it's been kind of an intense process because, you know, she's, Having, I mean, it's like 16 to 18 hours of hearings that you're sitting for and, you know, you're getting peppered with 30 minutes from everybody on the committee twice with basically an hour for each senator to pretty much pepper you with questions. And, um, you know, she's got a lot of personal attacks and things of that nature. She's, um, you know, been compared to like uh, it's, it's just been a, it's a really demoralizing, stressful process. Uh, but they wrapped up their their closing uh, remarks today, and Cory Booker kind of did what Cory Booker does, um, which is just, I mean, gee golly, like you know, preaching uh, all sorts of stuff in that Senate hearing. So that was pretty cool to watch uh, this afternoon before I hopped on a podcast. So uh, big shout out to Cory Booker. You evoked some emotion out of uh, the the likely next uh, Supreme Court justice. Um, so with why, that, why don't you play that freestyle that old dude was rapping about the other day? Well, why do I sent you? Uh, so I saw, it, first of all, I saw it first. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, well, oh, why are you talking, are you talking about that? Um, the, not the dude that was rapping in front of the, the, the city council. Yeah. 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 That's what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'll put you on, but it's all right. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I think I tweeted about it first, and then here you come, hard, 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 hard. Just because you saw it, I mean, that's that's like the that's like the stake in the ground, is it not? No, because I can't troll two social medias at once. That's my problem. Like, if I'm on Facebook, I'm trolling, and then I'll be forgetting about Twitter. Yeah, I feel you. I I see you back on Facebook now. They let you out. You got granted early early release. Pre-trial intervention. Right I was about to go right back. See? The, the, the day, uh, hey, just just don't type anything about don't don't share anything about don't type anything about Leah Thomas in particular, or uh, <laughs> or see 
brought, brought this shit full circle. If you listen to the first 15 seconds and you listen to the last minute, you're going to see that I brought this whole thing circle about Leah Thomas and how we did a good job about not talking about the situation. And I'd like you to continue that with your social media as to not share anything that's borderline. But I can do it on Twitter. But you can do what you want to do. Oh, I would love for you to do it on Twitter. But again, like I said at the beginning, no, not the leave Leah me Thomas out of it. Thing, but just, oh, I got you. What are you going to use Twitter to be to be a to be a, to just, a dirt bag or something? To, I'm just trying to figure out how far can I go on Twitter. Is, without that was that's what your Twitter that's what your Twitter persona going to be is a dirt bag. That's what you aspire to be. No, that's, I feel good today. That's dirty I, uh, work. That's dirty work. New song by Grip. Dirty work. We're going to wrap this podcast up. Yeah. Guess I got it. Yeah, man. Um, we're going to wrap this podcast up. You've been listening to another episode of Baseless Banner with your boys, your fellas, Paul and Todd. Uh, you can again follow Paul on Twitter at Life of Fat Pablo. Follow Todd at Todd Knowles, K N O E S. You can follow the show at Baseless Banner on Twitter. At basis underscore banner on Instagram and uh, listen wherever you get your podcast. Shit, rate us, review us, leave five stars, leave four stars. What do you are? What are you, Paul? You a hater? You a hater? Shout out to Bomani. Shout out to the right time. That's right. Till next time. We out. I got daddy money, need to claim. Bitch. I ain't running with the pain. Well, I thought he's something in the pain. Not at least a million.